The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, for beer, we're sports talking a whole lot more at episode number 372 on this 8th day of uh, February 2024. Tonight's show, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com, check out all the great articles and uh, podcasts such as the Corn Booth Podcast, which I was on tonight. So check it out tomorrow uh, after you watch our show and then this, the Belly Up Super uh, Super Bowl show, which apparently is on a, a su- Saturday morning, not Sunday, which I think is a bit ridiculous. But anyways, uh, and thank you very much for everyone who listens to our show on a daily basis here at 1420 World Headquarters. Dave, uh, things are rocking and rolling under the lights, uh, sports entertainment, Leopards, Bulls, baseball thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm at that point now where I – the old construction guy in me is, is starting to, I don't want to say rear its ugly head, but I'm starting to to question things a little bit. There was a, a girl was going to, uh, she's going to a staples pick with supplies, office supplies. And I say, like, Hey, good. I, I, can you, can you, can you, I got a thing. Can you, can you make it? And she goes, yeah. And then she left. Old construction Brent would have been like, when she got back, I'd have been like, why in the mother would you have left when I said I was asking you a question? I I was baffled that when I came back, I went and got a shirt. We want something to be done with the, with the thing we got going on. And I was just like. You got a shirt at Staples? No, I we because we, there's that t-shirt shop in the mall. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, and okay, so before sorry. and before we get ours mass produced, we're going to get a, a, a shirt for T Bone, double and, and they'll they'll do one offs at this T shirt shop in the mall. T Bone so being the mascot of the, the mascot of the Bulls. So I yeah. so we have a we have a triple extra large shirt in the back. I said I'll go grab this blue T shirt. Can you take it to the mall? Put it. We'll, they'll, they'll print it. Done. I've set it up. Just take the shirt to the mall. She goes, yeah. And then she left. And she. She got back. I said, so where, like, where'd you go? Well, I, I went to the mall. I was like, did, did you miss a step? She says, well, I didn't know you needed that right now. Dave, do you ever have that conversation with your employees? I do, but like, it's almost like you did this already, right? No, we, we, we went there. I go like, it's, Every morning, like there's a sequential list of how I want things done, and then I thought you, I thought you wanted us to do this first. Like, and there's multiple pickups that we have to do during the day. Yeah. I go, why the fuck would you drive all the way to the west side to drive back to the south side to drive back to the west side? Like, well, it's the order. You didn't, you didn't write down pick up here. Oh fuck. I'm sorry. I, ex- I expected better, but now, like, you know, like I have had those conversations and then like, am I clear? Like I use, I use the, the phrase, am I clear a lot? 
because you know what you know like from from the west side to the south side it's back time. to the west side that's that's a half hour and i'm paying you fuckers right you know that instead of half hours that uh that could have been five minutes right yeah. because you got them both on there you're already over there so like get the shit you need for that side of town on the truck the first time and it it, it does it it does drive me bonkers, but it doesn't happen as often as it used to. How does that? No, I was, but, but I, I, I know that I, I wasn't I mad. I was, I wasn't construction Brent. I wasn't getting. I wasn't irate. I was just like, okay, the, okay, like, uh, and then, like, and then a phrase I use. <laughs> you uh, you know, know what I mean? Like, little, can you tell me how that makes sense? No, I see your point. Okay, well, I'm glad you see my point. Like, let's not yeah. repeat this boneheaded mistake, right? Like, it's just it's 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 ten minutes of my my day today. It's not not a big deal. I was just like, but you were going there, so why didn't we just get two birds stoned at once, right? Just exactly, right? <laughs> well, I didn't have time, but you did. But you, you did, did because, and now you have less time because you did it this way, and. She's probably getting paid for both trips. Well, I, I, I yeah, I, I, I try to keep my nose out of that. Well, it's part of it's, it is my business, but I was, I was just shocked. I was like, oh, gee, oh all right, like, and then, uh, and, and actually, why said person wouldn't have suggested it? Hey, I'm going there anyways. We should, I should do this for you. You that's know, a, I read yeah. something, and it, and it, and it kind of, it. Kinda that's a good idea. It kind of correlates to what we're talking about. Give the hardest task to the laziest person because they're going to find the quickest way to do it. Oh, that's good. That makes yeah. so much sense, right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah, because this is what you got to do. And then like, they're going to find the fucking quickest way to do it because then that would be can... when I was a construction worker. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Um... I'll make this happen. I'll be breaking safety <laughs> rules a whole bit. It'll get fucking done. Watch this. It'll, it'll get done, right? And and if it's, I, a, if it's, it's a Friday afternoon, am I leaving early? Yep. I'm. Watch this. Watch and then this. as a boss, you think this is an eight-hour task. I'm going to give it to this guy, and it's going to be done in six. And, he's and they give him a bonus? Like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Watch this. I'll ram this fucker in in three, three minutes. See you later. Yeah. yeah I'm out. I'm done. I never thought give, that's a very good point. Yeah, whereas if you give it to the, the most hardest task, the laziest person, yeah. Because they'll find the quickest way to do it. Whereas the person meticulous will take the easiest task and make it longer and longer and longer. And it's like, Jesus Christ, you're not done yet? And it's yeah. going to be perfect when it's done. But like, I could have fucking had this done in four hours, man. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> Dave, we're, uh, it's, it's that uh, time of year. We were doing this for what, uh, 21 weeks now, I guess, it's been since September, early September. We had the, uh, the fuck that team, the, uh, whatever we, we've been going on, the three Fs. Uh, and now it's down to this, down to two teams, the big games on Sunday afternoon, sun, early Sunday evening. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be a great, I think it's gonna be a great game. I think there's a lot going on, but we don't want to break this down because nobody gives a shit what we're thinking about, uh, who, why we think the team's going to win. But my, my first question to you is who has more to lose in this football game? If the Kansas City Chiefs lose this game, if, if Andy Reid's not the, the, the winning coach and on and on and on, 
uh, it's a legacy thing though with them, right? They don't get that that next level. If the San Francisco 49ers lose this game, when are they back? Like when, if, if not now, then when, right? If not now, then when? Like, like you've, you've had, they lost four years ago. They lost last year in, in the conference championship game. And you, you, eventually you just, you, you can't go to the well this many times. Who has more to lose this weekend? I think it's without a shadow of a doubt. It's the, it's the Niners. And, and this is on, um, this is on Kyle Shanahan, right? He, um, I think it was Arthur Smith that was the head coach of uh, Atlanta when they gave up that 28-3 lead. But uh, Mike Shanahan had to wear a lot of that because he was the OC and he didn't kill the clock and he didn't do this. But we don't know what he was told to do as an OC, so I'll give him a pass there. And then um, he got uh, San Fran lost to the the Chiefs uh, four years ago. Didn't win it there. Um, They lost to uh, Philly with couple of bad breaks, excuse me, last year, and Philly got to the thing. I think this is going to be um, Kyle Shanahan, kind of a thing that Andy Reid used to have when he was in Philly. Well, can he ever get over the hump? Can he ever win the big one? So I think this is, I think there's a lot more, pre- uh, not a lot, I think there's a bit more pressure on on Shanahan more so than the Niners to actually win a ring because at least like Casey has their two, they've been to three. Um, the Niners, they, they were there with Kaepernick and Jim Harbaugh. They were there four years ago with Shanahan and now they're back with Shanahan. So I think, I think there's a little bit more pressure on the Niners than there is on the chiefs. Cause the, the only thing the chiefs have to do is win another one. Right. And it's been a lot of years since the uh, 49ers have won one, and it's 1990, whatever it was. Who cares? But um, they'll get their six if they win this week. I think it is because they had the 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 Montana years, the Steve Young years, everything else. Yeah, exactly. The six right. to so, tie the Steelers. Yeah. So six. It's a, it's it's a big and, and thing. The, and the Pats. Yeah. Yeah, but the players right now they they could give a shit about Joe, Joe Montana and and Steve Young. Uh, but it's the right now, guys. And if you don't win now, you, you, then what? Because the other team's coming up. The, the Chiefs have their two going, could be three. And then Mahomes is already pretty much indentured as a Hall of Famer. And I think Kelsey's in the same the same boat. He's probably one of the greatest tight ends ever. So they're both Hall of Fame guys. And they, they are they're just playing for more, right? Just more. Just they're playing for legacy. They're playing for legacy and, and Hall of Fame plaques, and that we have this on there now, and we have this on there, and we have this on there now. Whereas the, the is Brock Purdy, uh, I don't think there's I, I don't think there's pressure on Purdy as much because Mr. Irrelevant and everything else. Uh, but I think there's pressure on the Niners for a simple fact, like you said, with, with with Shanahan. Like if you don't get it done now, like they they've loaded them up with with championship caliber players. They went and made that deal a lot earlier on with uh, McCaffrey getting him there, and on and on it goes. And eventually, the, the McCaffrey's legs are going to wear out because running backs wear out. And he's an, he's an like he's an all time kind of a player. Like he hasn't won anything, but he's an all time kind of a guy. And it's a lot of like, okay, we need to do it now because we have we don't pay pay party right now. We're, and then if if, if he wins, he's going to want this, right? So. 
Yeah, or, or actually, if he doesn't win, he's going to want this. I got here twice now. Twice, yeah. And so, like, there's, I, I think there's a ton of pressure on the Niners to win this game. A I agree. Ton. It's, 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 it is, and and you know, and that's that's added pressure, right? Because you know, it's 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 enough pressure to be playing in the big game, um, let alone the Chiefs, where this has now become old hat, right? It's it's their fifth Super Bowl. They've won two. They lost. They've lost it's one. So it's their fourth Super fourth, Bowl, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, in, with, in six years, whatever it is, think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So they they know the drill, and you know, I do believe. You know, San Fran's, even though they haven't won it, even though they lost last year, it's it's they kind of know the drill as well. So it's not like I don't think any either team is going to be overcome by the moment. I just at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the fourth quarter because both teams have excellent coaching staffs. And it's those second half adjustments and and it's going to be up to 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 the big players to make the big plays. And even though I think San Fran's going to win. I want San Fran to win. But I would there's no quarterback on the planet that I would want more than Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter in a four-point game. The the thing is about the the like you talked about it, I, I you you're more of a staunch NFL guy and NFL coaches and everything else than I am cuz I think, you know, if all these coaches were so great, then why why is every team fucking losing nine games a year? But um the thing that 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 I think is going to be the, the turning point in this game, it'll come down to who has the dumber players, who tries to do too much, who makes the mistake, like the, the mistake. Because I, I think these teams, teams are, are are very equal. Yeah, I agree. Like in a turnover, right? Yeah, but I think it comes down to somebody doing something stupid or trying to do too much, and I don't think that Mahomes is that guy to try to do too much. I think that Purdy. He's serviceable. He could be great if he wins this weekend, but he's he's what could could the because pressure privilege all that all all that all the bullshit quotes you see all the time. But out of the two guys, Purdy's more likely to press the issue more than Mahomes is. I disagree because uh, in the two playoff games that uh, San Fran has been involved in this year they were behind in the second half and Purdy made the big Purdy made I'm not going to say big plays but he made he didn't he, a he didn't make the mistakes and then b he made plays like he's a guy that um he's not an all-world talent like when you look at him but he stands in the pocket. He's confident. He delivers the ball on target and on time. And even when they were losing to Detroit, even when they were losing to Green Bay, he stood in the pocket, and he and and he and he he had poise and he delivered the ball on time, and he didn't play any kind of hero ball. The and in in that Detroit game when he ran for those uh, couple first downs on on third down, like that saved San Francisco's game. He has shown me the, these playoffs that he has the ability not – it sounds ridiculous, but he has the ability not to make the mistake and he doesn't go hero ball like Josh Allen, like uh, Doc Prescott, right? He doesn't – and like you said, like he, he 
he's he's not making the mistakes when the game is on the line. And that's 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 a huge part about winning football games in the playoffs. And I, I think that's what what like uh, I was uh, over at Brown's uh, yesterday. I think it was and Ryan Ryan the bartender, great guys. He he's a he's just getting into football. He's put twenty. He's just turned twenty five. He he's watched the game for a long time. Now he's into fantasy football and everything else. And we, we talk about uh, he listens to the podcast and all, everything else. And he goes like this Purdy thing is pretty interesting. Like I I said, it's exactly what Tom Brady was whatever year it was when he took him for, for Drew, Drew Bledsoe. It's it's, it's the same story. Yeah, it's injury injury story. got him into yeah. But injury he got was him. A third it's stringer. It's right? the same story. Brady Brady yeah. went and Ryan like he's twenty five, so it was twenty five years ago when Brady first broke into the fucking league, right? Yeah, it's one twenty five, but it's 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 like it's damn near, 20, yeah, it's twenty, yeah. and he's like, really? I said, yeah, man. Like I I don't I don't blame Ryan for thinking that. I said it's the same story, and he's got a team that was on the verge here and there. And so Birdie and and or Purdy and fucking and and Brady, uh, and Brady, had Brady the same was a fifth rounder, I believe. Eighth, I think. Well, whatever. Like it was, he, he 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 didn't go in the first round. He wasn't a highly touted prospect. No, no, there was a lot of doubts. So yeah. I said it's the same story. And if, if 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 this guy can pull it off by beating one of the all-time greats already, this is a story to fucking go above and beyond. Like you Purdy, bet. Purdy's got a lot of. I don't want to say he's playing with a house money. I don't say he's playing with house money, but he's got an opportunity here to do something that's pretty special. So yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Right, so, but that the, the thing that, that that worries me is that what kind of intestinal fortitude, as Grilla Monsoon used to say back in wrestling, what kind of intestinal fortitude does he have? Because this is a big moment for him. For sure, because, you know, last year when he got the job through injuries to uh, first, whoever the fuck, what's it, was Lance, like, whoever the fuck is in Dallas. Trey Lance, right? and then Garoppolo Lance, went out. And, uh, and then Garoppolo, so injury, injury, and then Brock, and then Brock took the ball and, and ran with it, literally. And And last year he had nothing to prove. This year now that he's in the big game, I think he has something to prove, and he and he has shown it in the playoffs. Like, I I would be a little bit more nervous about him, um, but like after watching him play those two games in uh, this year in the in the playoffs against Green Bay and Detroit, I think he's he's shown that he's here, and like like it's, I I get it. I Brock Purdy totally realized I have all these weapons with Debo with uh, with McCaffrey with Kittle. Like Ayuk, we got weapons, but you know, those the ball doesn't get in their hands if it's now not it's me. for me. Yeah, and then it's my job to get it in their hands. And if oh, I can't, man. I'll fucking scamper. I won't take the stack. I'll throw. I'll throw. I'll throw the the. I'll throw it away as opposed to taking that bad snack. Snack. <laughs> sack. And he uh well, go he to righteousfelon.com, get yourself a snack. But anyway, that's not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's 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 not making bad decisions, and that is the most key thing. Lamar Jackson, who I who I stroke him off all the time too. He made bad decisions in the closing moments of that Baltimore KC game, and 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 once again, like as fuck, I'm pumping your tires. You 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 said it's it's about not making mistakes. 
It's about not making mistakes. That's that's actually more important than 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 that hero ball, like the Brett Favre ball. Like, you don't have to be great. You don't have to be great. Have, be serviceable. Don't be bad. Yeah. Don't be. Don't bad. be bad. That, don't be bad. Yeah. Don't. I I I don't know, man. Like it, it's. There's got to be so much going. Like fuck, I couldn't imagine being 25 years old, whatever Brock Purdy is. On a Thursday night in a hotel room in Vegas, sitting there going, "Fuck me, I'm in the Super Bowl. I'm 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 in the Super Bowl. I got drafted at whatever, whatever, blah. Played at wherever, on and on. Uh, I couldn't imagine the fucking the the amount of poo in his pants at all times throughout the day." I, I couldn't imagine. I and that was one of my big. Like, I was never good, but uh, that was always my biggest thing. Was be, between the ears, like I would talk myself into failing, and I couldn't imagine in that situation because Mahomes is confident. Done it on and on and on. Man, the pressure that, that kid's got to be feeling. Like it, it, it would be tough. Like honestly, honestly, Dave. Like you. Put put yourself in, in his situation where, like, oh, fuck, this, like, this is the real fucking deal here. This, this is I, actually happening. I agree with you, but did like these, we can't put ourselves in those guys' position because we have no idea what the position is. Because if Brock Purdy got freaked out by this situation, he would have been out of the league by now, right? As, as a, he, he got the nod. Yeah. And, I, and I get it. But this, like, but this is another level. But it's a progression. It's a progression. And, More and progression. This is the biggest game on the planet. But this is this is what he's been striving for. Yeah. And and like he has his process. I hope he succeeds. You and I both. Like I I think from everything I've seen from this kid, like I don't think he's there to make the mistakes. And and you know maybe this Baltimore game. Remember he threw those three picks. And and that was a humbling experience. Maybe that was the one where it's like, fuck, I can't. And you know that maybe that's all that has to be said to him. Like, remember the Baltimore game. So maybe he got cocky. I don't know why he threw two picks. I, I did watch that game. And I and I don't remember if well, it was happens. mistakes or Baltimore. Like, everybody's going to have an off day. But if he, if he, if he sticks with it, like, even, even more than that Detroit game, um, in that Green Bay game, I couldn't. It was pissing, and and they were just Shanahan has all the confidence in the world with him because he was standing in that pocket throwing that wet pigskin, and like so many were off target. But like fuck, he's he's throwing a wet ball sack. How how accurate are you gonna fucking throw that thing, right? You know, I get in the shower and I can't keep the ball in my hands sometimes, right? So it's 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 tough. It's tough, and 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 he didn't cost him the game he hung in the pocket and he and he kept on throwing he he's um he's a gamer he's a gamer and i think he's gonna i i i hope he performs i i really do because it's it's what he has to do to make this a close game and that's all i ask for and and you know if if san fran is up by 10 in the fourth quarter it's gonna be it's gonna be the most single watched TV program in the history of TV. 
Would you be more surprised if Purdy had a good game or more surprised if Purdy had a bad game? I'd be surprised if he had a bad game. I'd be I'd be shocked if he had a bad game. Fuck, man. It's I was listening to a podcast. There, there's some that, that, like these like these got and not so much Mahomes, but like these guys who come in every sport. These guys who fucking roll in and uh, they have some big games when they're like it, what, what Purdy's going into now, but hockey and everything else, when, when they can roll in and baseball and they get the, 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 the like say Andy Pettit back in 96, when they can roll in and just put their nuts out there and say, look how big my balls are. That's fucking, that's some special shit. Like that's, it, that, that's not just talent. I don't have the best arm. That that's between the ears, shit. Like you, you can't teach that. You can't. I agree, and he's he's passed every test up to this point, right? He really has. And and you know, and that's why you gotta. I I, I gotta I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe in him. I'm gonna believe in him, and then, you know, it blows me away to think I'm I'm cheering for the Niners tomorrow. But you know, it's. Yeah. The Niners has always been one of the teams I really didn't care for, and and also I'm an AFC guy, but you know I, it's 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 time to to step back on Pat Mahomes and maybe give the KC Chiefs a little bit of humility here. But once again, the the, the phrase we use all the time to, to be the man, right? And Kansas City is showing everybody they're the man. I still wouldn't put ten bucks against the the Chiefs. I I, I wouldn't. I I hope I, yeah. the Niners win. I think I I, I actually think the the, uh, the Niners have a better than a puncher's chance to win this this football game. Well, Vegas says Niners are a two and a half point favorite. Well, I, I'm just saying what so I'm that, seeing. So that's basically a pick 'em, right? A field goal, whatever. It's, it's whatever. You're exactly right. You know that is a pick 'em, but the fact that the yeah. Like, what it, it, uh, what's one thing that uh, if you're you're sitting at home watching the game on Sunday by yourself as you do, and I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, what's one thing that you're uh, thinking might happen that the that the rest of the free world might not be thinking a little bit? That it's a play or a, we're not going to prop best. What 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 like is there something you think might happen that might be a little out of the realm of possibility? Um, huh. you know, I, 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 I'm trying to think like, you know, San, uh, KC is going to for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, have a trick play, whether it be, um, uh, uh, a halfback pass or, or something like that. I think, um, Mahomes has a 10% chance of catching a touchdown pass. I think, um, from I think, Kelsey. Uh, yeah. You know, something like that. Not from Kelsey, uh, uh, from uh, whoever their running back is on that play. Casey's going to have, yeah, Casey's going to have a trick play. And I'm not talking fake punt. I'm not talking fake field goal. Casey will have a, a, a definite wrinkle type thing um, going on. But you, you, you did say uh, prop bets. I, the, I was listening to a podcast and they said, what's the most ridiculous prop bet you've seen and it was like twenty five thousand to one sam darnold is the uh backup quarterback for san fran 
And then it was like a 25,000 to one that he's a Super Bowl MVP. Back home in California, <laughs> USC Trojans. Absolutely. I'm putting down 20 bucks on fucking FanDuel tonight. Sam, Sammy DeMarlboro, man, Arnold. Back in the saddle again. Super Bowl MVP. And that's why I wrote that one down. And a Rose Bowl MVP under his belt. There you go. There's no way that's not happening now that you mention it. That? that would be the most ridiculous. Sam Arnold. The Marlboro man's grandson. Coming out of the woodworks. Hasn't thrown a football in fucking four months. Sam, uh, the, yeah, like uh, a big cock gets sacked and then fucks up his arm again, and then they put the Marlboro man in there. So Sam Darnold pulls the, the 2017 the USC against Penn State. <laughs> Coming back from the dead. Sammy Darnold, USC legend. There it is. 100%. Like who, even th- who even thinks of that fucking bet? I'm glad they did, because that's what's going to happen on Sunday afternoon. <laughs> With OJ in the stands cheering him on. Well, well, you know, let's get all those Heisman winners in there from USC. Let's get Reggie get in there. USC let's guys in Reggie. Yeah, get them all in there. Get to Carson Palmer first, but yeah, all the Caleb Troy Palomalu. Get them all out there. Get them all those USC guys. Get that fucking Darnold behind center Green again. Junior Sale back in the grave. Whatever it's going to be, there it is. It's uh, no, I I think it's going to I think it's going to be a, a fantastic game. My my thing, the the one prop bet that I, I did see was that uh, how many players throw touchdowns, and it was four. And I'm going to put some. I'm actually going to put some dough down on that one because I can see Christian McCaffrey throwing a touchdown. And I can see somebody, like you said, throwing a, a Kelsey or whoever throwing a touchdown for Kansas City. I think four is not crazy to think. Oh, I'm I'm saying the under for sure. Four is ridiculously crazy. McCaffrey could throw one, so we're at three. Right. So like so like so Brock and and Mahomes. There's two. Uh, each have one. There's two. Right. And so you think there's going to be two more? I think McCaffrey throws one, and I think Kelsey throws one because they've actually in in the playoffs they've they've already they've already thrown one to there was a the flea flick or whatever that that happened. I don't think four is a crazy thought. I think it's crazy. It's. I mean, it's, I'm not going to put the fucking Jeter jerseys down on it, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but I would say it's highly unlikely. What 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 year was that when uh, when the the, uh, the the Saints won with the onside kick early? Remember that? Uh, the, no, no, it was the onside kick to start the second half. second half. That's that was smart. To, yeah, that was to beat the that was to beat the Patriots. I not that, the Patriots, that was the Colts. That, that they beat the Colts. That was the uh, that, that that was the uh, the the Saints. Yes, it was. Yeah. Reggie Bush was on that team, yeah. You bet. He had the, and no. that's when he was a, uh, uh, hanging with the Kardashians, right? So, are are they like when you get to this point in the season, the tape's been broken down, both teams, the coaching staffs, video, blah blah blah, whatever it is. Would this become a thing where maybe? 
you have to try some. I think both these teams are, are close. Like, they're, they're, they're oh yeah, for close. sure. They're both super well coached. So it's one of the situations well where like we gotta try some trick shit, or else we don't have a fucking chance. Or or it's too close to try. Are, are, is there more trick plays being fucking worked out in practice week? Everything else? It's, it's yeah, for sure. They're working out their trick plays, and you know now it's, it's onside it's part, kick. It, yeah. Um, onside kicks never work anymore though, because they had to change the rules because it was people were fucking ending up in wheelchairs with all the collisions and shit like that. But there, there, there might be, there might be something there, there, there's going to be something and they're going to have, both of them are going to have three, four plays in their pocket for the perfect situation. And now it's up to the, the coaching staff to, to call that perfect situation. Like to set him up. I think we'll see it. I think we'll see it in the like the third quarter, with the game on the line. Then I don't know if if that is, but it could be a massive turning point. You know, there might be a a, a trick play, um, you know, at, at, on third and two kind of thing, lining up for just like a QB sneak, and then and doing something like that. Like if that makes sense, what I'm saying, not a not a massive flea flicker, multi-reverse hook and ladder type kind of fucking shit. I'm glad but you brought the hook and ladder up there, Dick. I that one of the like, I I didn't have a horse in the fight or a dog in the race that uh, that night in 2000. I think it was 2008 with Oklahoma and Boise State. And Boise State. But that that five minutes of football or three minutes of football was the most exciting thing I've ever seen in my life. I was in call. I was at a Hooters. In Colorado Springs, Colorado, watching that, and I was fucking like jumping up and down, like when that all happened on happened. So maybe maybe both these head coaches should give the uh, Boise State uh, alumni a call and say how do you, how you got this done because that was awesome. That was I, you awesome. know what ever ever since that I don't understand why we don't see the hook and ladder like literally on a week a week to week basis. Yeah, you know, like that. They, that one where... We'll go that way. Done. Right. You know, like that, that the one that got called back on Casey where uh, Kadarius Tony was uh, lined up offside, what Kelsey did and passed it back to him. Yeah. That was fucking brilliant. And that can work, I would I would guess, on 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 40% of pass plays down downfield. Like no, just have man. just just have the deep guy with the slot going thing catch the ball and just a quick little pitch and fucking gone. Like, like you, I don't understand why the hook and ladder isn't in everybody. You playbook. think how big that that Boise State play was, those and those two plays to win the Circuit Bowl, whatever it was, or, but it doesn't matter. Those two plays were huge, like massive, like the 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 the, the, the amount of publicity. The hook and you know, ladder and the Statue of Liberty for the two points conversion. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable, and everybody talks about it to this day. If that happened in the Super Bowl instead of Boise State versus Oklahoma, imagine if somebody pulled that off in the Super Bowl. Oh. You you are a legend forever, forever. Like the Philly special, right? Like uh, what's it? Like uh, Big Dick Nick caught a caught that touchdown pass, right? A hundred percent. Like, and then you might you might get a, a fringe guy who made that play, who's part of forever. And that, and that's one of the things. Like, and when I when you say that, like, uh, was it J- Jakuski or whatever he is, the, the tailback, 
Like San Francisco is one of the few teams that even has a tailback anymore or a fullback or whatever the fuck we want to call them these days. You know, for him. They have a talented guy by the name of fucking Christian McCaffrey could make that play. Oh, fuck. Christian McCaffrey could could probably do long division. He could probably start the fucking as quarterback tomorrow and win the fucking game. (laughs) Ah, If I have tech problems tomorrow, I'm going to call Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. He's he's a... like, he fuck to, Stanford, but whatever. He went to Stanford, right? Yeah, so, like, you know, him. he, he knows how to work an abacus. Him. Yeah. Fuck Stanford. Fuck. <laughs> Could you I- imagine Stanford back in the day with Andrew Luck and Christian McCaffrey? How'd I saw be, it. I saw it fucking, live. How'd they fucking lose? I saw it live, Dave. We were, me and, we were, me and my brother and the girls we were dating at the time went to Stanford, uh, Stanford USC in, in L.A., and that's when Harbaugh was at Stanford. And Stanford, I think they won like fucking 57 to 10 or something. And it's just like, oh boy, this isn't good. But we didn't leave. We're like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, well you came a long way. We're going to see history. We're going to see history. Oh, it was. And then fucking Pete Carroll got fucking really mad at uh, at uh, at Harbaugh on the, at, at when they, they Oh, that was the back slap thinking? game. Yeah, yeah, I was at What's that your game. Problem? What's your I was problem? At, What's your I was problem? at that game. Yeah. <laughs> I was at that game. Like, oh, it, it, it weren't good for the USC Trojans that that uh, that afternoon. Yeah, we had a oh. good time. We where did we go that night? With the Viper Room that night, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you see oh. Slash? Uh, we saw some Jagermeister. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, okay. It was, it was fun, but anyways. Dave, uh, we, we, we did on Monday night, we did this. Uh, who, who do you got winning? You went back and forth. Let's I'm, do it. I'm, you're, I'm, you're, all, in, you're, I'm you're, all in on you're, San Fran. Your second to last prediction, when we close out the show tonight, you get your very last one, but who's winning the Super Bowl? On Sunday night, who's hoisted trophy? Before what owner is hoisted trophy on Sunday night? Before we go there, I do want it recognized that uh, when we did our uh, NFL beginning of the year, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. I picked Casey and San Fran to be in the Super Bowl. Oh, you did? I did. Well, that's impressive. I believe you picked the Bengals. And um because I was drinking your Dallas. fucking Joe Burrow Kool-Aid. Well, he got hurt. That ain't my fault. Joe Burrow is the only well, Joe Burrow is the only one that can that, that can beat Pat. And I I, I I thought that I thought the, the Cowboys, I thought eventually, and the Cowboys were rolling for a while there. They were. And, and then and Dak then, Prescott, remember it was and, Dak Prescott. And yeah. then the Cowboys Cowboyed and the Jerry Jerry Jones Jerry Jones. And yeah, so, so I was wrong. So. so now, without a shadow of a doubt, um, San Fran is favored by two and a half points going into the big game. This is the year of no Cal. San Fran to cover. San Fran's going to win this game. They got to win it by 10 points. They got to win it by 10 points. So I'm going to say um, 34-25. I guess that's nine. San Fran wins by by two scores. San Fran wins by two scores. Brock Purdy gets hurt in the first quarter. Sam Darnold becomes the Super Bowl MVP. USC Trojans 
On and on it goes. I'm with you. No, no, David. All kidding aside. I actually think the Niners win this game. And I, I don't. It goes against everything we've always said. The, the best player always wins because Mahomes is still the best player. But there's something about this team with McCaffrey. And I, I don't think Purdy. I think that that that, Mah- that, uh, that McCaffrey is going, going to be the MVP. That's what exactly what I was going to say. Christian McCaffrey I, I think, is going to be the MVP. I think McCaffrey is the difference maker. And the Niners win this football game. I, 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 I don't know why. I just think the hype is too much for the on on the other side of things, and I I just think McCaffrey because he's such a he's really calm. Like I I just I just I just think he he puts that Niners team over the top. I, I, he exudes I, winner. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't looked at this, but like uh, total offensive yards, I would say Christian McCaffrey goes over 150 yards uh, combined receiving and rushing. Yeah. And I think there's a 50-50 chance he throws a touchdown pass. Like there's we said four, before. Yeah. There's going to be four people throw touchdown passes. Well, there's going to be three. Purdy, Mahomes, and CMC. So, yeah. well, shit. I just, you know, how do I forget this kind of shit? Why do we just, I don't want to give San Fran the kiss of death. Fuck. Yeah, we're bad at that. Well, like now everything, that, everything we've now said, that, everything we've ever said in the three and a half year uh, history of this show, um, hasn't gone well. We're the coolers. Yeah. So if anybody is listening to this show or watching on YouTube tomorrow, um, whatever we said, bet against that. We, and we're, so, we're fucking and, terrible at this. And so maybe now that we've acknowledged it, touching wood. Now that maybe we've acknowledged it, it will reverse the pattern. But, you know, I, I really want to see San Fran win this. And, you know, of, of all things, it's, it's for Kyle Shanahan. I think that'd be pretty fucking cool for a dad and his boy to both have their own Super Bowl rings. Are you uh, watching this game solo? Is it, is it one? Because you don't have a, a dog in the fight, a horse in a race. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's a solo thing because I want to watch the game. I, I honestly always want to watch a game. Even when I went to Super Bowl parties, I, I even even in my twenties, I became a little bit of a pissy pants. I don't mind watching at a bar because then I'm at my table, right? And then I can watch. And, That's and just, a good point. And then and then everybody else can visit and do your thing. But when you're in a house party, you got people doing this and coming fucking chirping in your and like, hey, how you doing? It's just. Could you hold on a minute? Could you hold on a minute? And it's people I don't even really know, and now I'm the asshole because I want to watch the fucking game. Yeah. Right. And never mind all the 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 people that don't give a fuck. They're just there to do something because it's Super Bowl. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. Like the the older I get, the the less. Fuck. It's terrible to say, but the, the less tolerant, the less uh, human interaction I have is is actually better when it comes comes to these situations. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like either you're a fan of the game or not. Like, I, and at the end of the time, the end of the day, I want to watch the fucking game, and I want to hear what the announcers have to say. Right. I want to hear the play by play. I want to see it all. Like so, you know. If, if, if that's not your gig, that's not your gig. And if you want to do it for a social event, do it as a social event. Like it, it's, but just me, like I'll shake my fist at that cloud and watch it by myself. I uh, went to the uh, 
t-shirt shop today and had to get something done for work there. And uh, fuck, I said, can this be done today? I need a single print shirt done. Yeah, did something. He goes, no, man. I said, oh, that's fine. Like, whatever. Like, tomorrow, oh, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow's fine. This cat was printing off Go Taylor's Boyfriend t-shirts by the fucking truckload. Like, there's, like, there's, like, I, I'm not, I'm not making this up, Dave. Like, I, 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 I have no doubt you're, you're, I looked at his print and I was like, oh, I said, I don't care. I said, I honestly don't care. I think it's a great story or whatever. They, 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 they seem to like each other a little bit. It's great. It's great. Whatever. And then there was a mom behind me. She goes, I'm kind of here for the same thing for, for, for a shirt for her, for her daughter. Like, holy fuck. It was like, all right. It's a thing. It's a it's thing. It's a thing. And but, it's fine. You know, you know what? And it, I, don't, it don't bother me one bit. I, I listen to media podcasts, sports media podcasts too. And and did you know in the last two Super Bowls, the viewing audience spiked at halftime? More people watched the halftime show yep. than they watched the fucking game. Yep. It blows me away. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. And, you know, when they say the numbers of, like, 50 million, 70 million, whatever number watches. It always makes me wonder, like, I think that number is always low because how many people are watching at the bar? How many people have 10 well, people at a house? Yeah, it's low. Yeah, how many people are, like, so there's 10 people watching at a house. There's 50 people watching at some houses, right? Like, so it's yeah. it's the uh, it, it's it's the most watched thing on the planet. This will be the most watched Super Bowl in history of Super Bowls. For sure, without a doubt, no and, doubt, and it, it won't be close. Yeah, it's it's because it's, it's, last year was the most watched Super Bowl. But like this year, it's, it's going to continue. This year, yeah. certain someone's going to add to that. Yeah, for sure. And you know what? Fine, good. Fine, eyeballs on the screen. But what what you know? What do I care? Because I'm going to be there, and my wife and boy are going to come and watch the game for a little bit, and then not, and yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm going to be hungover because I'll be bond spieling all weekend too. Yeah, you're tired. T- oh tired. fuck! I you got t- a. F- come, I got. Come, I- come Monday morning, it'll be tired, Brent, and tired, Dave. Oh God, I got shit to do this weekend. And when I say shit to do, it means uh, I got I got so much fucking beer to drink. I'm almost a little bit worried about how much beer I got to drink between now and the next time we talk. Uh, I got things. Oh, the next time we talk, like I'm going to talk, well, we might talk tomorrow and we're, are we going to talk on Sunday morning? Don't I got to fucking drag my hungover? That's Saturday now for fuck's sake. Uh, uh, oh, so we got to do it on Saturday. Oh, we'll talk off air and then we'll figure that fucking shit out. So I'll be hungover then too. Fuck. Why those not? guys are stupid. They're stupid. They're so stupid. Why do you stupid. talk like that? Did, did you? <laughs> there's a clip where, like, why do you There's talk like that? Because you're what stupid. What are you talking? This is my voice. That's not your voice. Your voice. You're stupid. <laughs> why don't you fuck off? There. Talk like that. <laughs> there was a girl. As we're talking about this. I don't know, because me and Deanne say it all the time. Like, you're stupid. Like, it's one of those, it's one of our things, right? You just laugh about it. It's a it's funny st- thing, yeah. It's stupid. And then I, I let one out of the office today. I said, that person is so stupid. 
And the girl who doesn't have a lot of personality, she started to laugh. I was like, okay, you're uh, okay. Now, now I understand you. We're good. Like she it, got it, your joke. Yeah. Okay. That guy's stupid. <laughs> yeah. So it's one of those <laughs> things. It was just funny. Anyways, the, uh, the 1420 sports bar podcast for beer sports talking a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on those $7,000 Super Bowl tickets. $7,000? and $10,000 Canadian. Make sure you save yourself 20 bucks on that, that purchase and uh, over there at SeatGeek.com. That ain't free parking. Save that for a fucking Rockies game at Arizona or something like that. There you go. It's 1420 Sports for our podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Don't use our code for Super Bowl. Use it. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, or use it. Uh, only one use, so, so remember that. <laughs> Millionaires didn't get rich by fucking <laughs> by, by spending money. Mind your nickels and dimes, and the dollars will take care of them. Pennies make dollars. Pennies make dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I would love someone to use our. I would love someone to use our promo code. Oh, I say twenty bucks. Thousand dollar to twenty bucks. <laughs> the wife would be pissed. <laughs> you use it then. <laughs> That's when you use it. <laughs> Fuck me. We've been eight be grand on this brilliant. motherfucker. <laughs> for two, no, we spent sixteen grand for two tickets, and he's like, "Honey, I'm saving money." Yeah. Well, you always tell me you use coupons. Seven. No, it wasn't eight grand. It was 7,980. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I kept it under 8K. You keep telling me to use coupons and the fucking air miles and the stuff for the things. And, <laughs> and look, I got some righteous felon beef jerky. There you go. Put that down your pants. Yeah, here's 40 bucks. <laughs> no outside food and beverage. Jesus. Could you imagine paying eight grand for a ticket and getting busted for fucking sneak trying to sneak a Mickey in? Yeah. <laughs> Who spends that much money and tries to sneak in booze? People. I'd imagine. Not not people who had the box. People who didn't know what was available in said box. <laughs> what's what's more tragic? To spend ten grand on an average seat to watch the Super Bowl, or to spend ten grand and fucking get busted for sneaking in a bag of corn nuts or something. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> nope, you're out. You're out after get you out. get scanned in, right? Get out. Get out. Like it's just a bag of corn nuts. I didn't even no, know. No, no, we, we have strict we have strict rules. Oh, could you imagine? I would love that. Oh, you know, if I was a zillionaire, those are the kind of hijinks I would get into. Sneak in like a, a fucking bottle of Mad Dog in your purse. Some some uh, pink Whitney and a fucking bag of righteous felon jerky. <laughs> so try, I'm trying to save fucking. You're going to kick me out? I just paid 15 grand try, for a fucking ticket. Try, you're gonna I'm trying to save 10 bucks on snacks. <laughs> Well, I've already paid for the buffet in my suite that I own for a million bucks a year. 
That would can be. Can you imagine that conversation? <laughs> oh no, that's I am imagining that conversation. <laughs> so some crony who makes fucking twenty three bucks an hour says, "Sir, you can't take that in there." No, I am. No, sir, you got to go. No, I don't. No, this these are the rules. Can you please read this? You you get out. He calls security. Gets that fucking guy booted out. He says, "Okay, I only bought this suite for this year because." The Super Bowl's here. I bought the sweep for this game. I never came to a game, and you're kicking me out because I got some righteous felon jerky and some fucking <laughs> pink Whitney in my fucking backpack. Oh, you get the one with all the free food. Like, no, I don't want the food. I just... You I want my shit. Jer- Sir, where'd you get that jerky from? I brought it with me. That's not allowed. No outside food. Around. Like, it's it's a $10 bag of jerky, man. Like, that is delicious. Try it. Maybe you guys should carry it. No, you're. We're gonna have to ask you to leave. <laughs> Call your manager. You gotta be, get out. That'd be a pretty expensive practical joke just for YouTube hits, but it would be fucking hilarious. Fucking guy paid ten sheets for that sweet. <laughs> I gets kicked out for a ten dollar bag of jerky. Yeah, you you can't come in here. <laughs> what? No, you can't come in here. We. <laughs> These are the rules, and, and you can't blame security because they're they're giving the sheet like this. This is what it says. Do just doing my job. Do my job. Just doing my doing job. my job. I don't know who you are, because most because no billi- like, most billions. I don't know who the fuck they are, right? All those like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I no, I I pay. I don't care. We These know someone who's going to be at the big game. I'm going to give him a call and give him a bag of jerky. See if he'll do it for us. <laughs> yeah. Put this in your pocket, Mike. He'll be the rowdiest fucker there. <laughs> hey, enjoy the game, Niner. Have there fun we go. Down there. The fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers for us, talking a whole lot more. Don't sneak jerky in, even if it's righteous felon. <laughs> Run over a car in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ! A limo, like that's a six strider, right? It's not a well, he's old though. That's a lot of strides getting over top of that. Yeah, yeah, he He ain't 22 anymore. You know, that was 23 years ago, 24 years ago. He ain't doing that no more, not no more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. This uh, brought to you by Righteous Felon Jerky. Go to RighteousFelon.com and pick yourself up the group, the best in craft jerky in the land at Righteous Felon. Uh, use promo code BELLYUP to get 15% off at RighteousFelon.com today. And uh, Dave, you uh, you tested it out last week. Uh, how was it? It was it's it's delicious. I I was eating some as we recorded on Monday. I have not broken it anymore, but um, of the jerky. But they had the meat sticks, like the hot rods. And Jasper and I had one yesterday. You're a meat stick. 
<laughs> I can be at times. Uh, and then uh, they had, it was the habanero or no, it was a super spicy, whatever. It was hot as fuck. And then uh, Jasper had the first bite and he goes, ah, it's not that hot. And then he kept chewing it and then he swallowed. Holy shit. This is pretty hot, dad. Oh, dad, this is, it. it's fucking hot. So, it, and it's delicious. It's it's kind of, excuse me, it's kind of funny because the kid has a, he can tolerate the hot stuff as much as I. And then uh, I'll tell you what, after a bite, like I poured myself a glass of milk too. It's there you go. Delicious. delicious. Righteous, righteous felon jerky. Use promo code belly up at righteousfelonjerky.com today for 15% off uh, righteous felon jerky. Dave, uh, we listened to our friend Jim, the fan of the van there. We were talking about wrestling the other day. And I don't know where you were when you listened to it and what, what your thoughts were. And you listened to the same show that I did. But I, I thought the exact same thing about uh, about what Jim said. He goes, it's a, it's a work. It's fake. It's a, it's a predetermined things. But I remember going back, you know, when I was a kid, Stampede Wrestling. And it, when and you cared. When I cared. And you didn't know it was... Before before Vince McMahon said it was it was uh, it was scripted and on and on it went, and I remember back then back Stampede Wrestling days Ed Whalen in the meantime in between time that's in the Stampede Wrestling, like how is it that when like I'm not bemoaning uh, wrestling fans at all, but it's been said that this isn't it's it, it's scripted not that it's not real it's, it's real it's real these guys are well, athletes. they're athletes but they're, they're athletes it's the, they're doing stuff like the, the, the outcome I, I has been determined be, 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 it's been determined before they go out to the ring how there are people that think that the winner is the best athlete blows my mind like this has been because 1994 is a long time ago when this all came about because the steroid scandal with Hogan and McMahon and on and on it went. That's 30 years ago. It's been 30 years and people still think this shit's real. How? I don't think they think this shit's real. I think now, you know, it's, it's like people writing in for their soap opera on days of their lives and saying, why isn't this person ruling the company because they've been trying for so long. That's what they're doing here. And in, in, in wrestling, like I, I listened. So Jim talked about it a bit and there's another podcast I listened to uh, with this Jimmy Trina uh, sports illustrated media podcast. He talked about it as well. How this Cody Rhodes is getting job because the rock is coming back and The Rock isn't going to win the title because he's not coming back full time. But he's taking Cody Rhodes' title shot away. And Cody Rhodes is getting fucked over. Like, this is scripted, right? Like, so, you know. like and, It's days and then, of our lives. And now people are doing fucking online hate programs. Like, The Rock, he's, like, never in my life, you know, I didn't watch it, but I saw it, like, they were chanting Rocky sucks, Rocky sucks. Rocky, uh, the rock fucking rules. Like he's 
like it's. It, I remember it's, that. I, I remember that Rocky sucks thing that, that that happened in WWE years, years and years ago. Yeah, back 100%. when he was a heel. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's he's one of the best things that ever happened to that fucking company. He might have saved wrestling. Him and Stone Cold, he lost my save wrestling 100%. It was at the point where there was a lot of shit going on there and it got a little bit phony and folky and whatever. It was, it was weird. And they, they kind of saved it. it NWO, cause it, it, yeah. Because it went from, from the, 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 the territory eras where he had Stampede Wrestling and whatever else it was. And then WWE, WWF, which was a bunch of the, the cartoon bullshit. And then it was gone, like it was. It was like, eh. and then it got into the 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 new world order and the the, the, the one two three kid and all all those guys. And it I, 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 it was entertaining. Like I I I watched it. Like when did was, you stop yeah. watching WWF? I or- stopped. I stopped watching about ninety three. Like Monday Night Raw, so like you saw then, and then, like and I, then I got no, no. I stopped. I stopped watching ninety one. I and was then, not a fan. And then of, I got back into it. I got back into about ninety seven, and then from two thousand, whatever the, the NWO was out there, when 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 the when when the uh, WCW disbanded and 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 uh, WWF bought them, then then I was out. Like, Never have you ever? Another, yeah. Have you ever seen John Cena wrestle? Not once. Same, same. Right. So it was like my the end of my WW my wrestling experience was um, um, The Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, the stuff. and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once once they were done, I was done. Right. And so it's been that long since I've watched wrestling, which is probably. 25. 20 some years. Yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that the rock still rears his head there and 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 it made his is his bones there and and now he's a global superstar because of it. The fact that people can come through on social media and and shit on the rock and his family for Never. Yeah. For something that's scripted and they're so mad because Cody's not getting his chance. Like his chance at what? Like you know, and like and, and what's crazy about that, Dave? I don't know how how deep you get into this, but like I'm a I I'm a wrestling dork. Like I I, I watch all the shoot interviews, the whole thing. I I'm I'm a wrestling fucking idiot. Stop it. I am. I, I watch. I like I watch shoot interviews. Cody Rhodes' dad is Dusty Rhodes, the American. Right. Dude. Yeah, I knew that. And then, so, so like, and that's the thing. So to, to complete the complete the dream or whatever the fuck is that. To get so I, I haven't I I haven't heard Cody say this because I I don't watch it anymore. But Dusty Rhodes with his promos about uh, the American Dream baby and uh, hard times and stuff. I I I know those like almost by heart. I've watched them so many times. It's it's entertaining to me because that's how I I grew up with that on Saturday afternoons when I was a kid. Cracks me up. Yeah. So that I big so, fat blonde bastard, right? Yeah, and, and he somehow he would he would fight with Ric Flair and went and somehow win the world championship <laughs> and fucking and his head busted open and all, all on and on. I believed that stuff when I was a kid, and then I I kind of got thinking, I mean, this this is but but they they did it so well back then. 
right? And and then you get to the Hogan stuff and the the, the all all of it. Like it when back then, Dave, you believed it, I believed it. Like you, the Stampede Wrestling with Dynamite Kid and David Boy Smith and Duke Myers and Kerry Brown and on and on it goes. Like you believe that shit. Like it was it was believable. It was believable. Because yeah. the, the, the the battles that would happen and the, and the on and on, and it was yeah, yes, the, the it was predetermined who was gonna win, but the it was so grit grinder believable. It was so awesome going to wrestling, and I went to I some, loved it. I loved oh, it. Fuck. There was one time we were playing soccer in Calgary, we were we were 16 years old. And we went to Stampede Wrestling. It was uh, the main event was Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. That's fucking big time. Like they were WrestleMania headliners yeah. at the time, and it was so fun. There was like about there was five guys on the team that were cheering for Bundy, yeah. and it was it was good. And and the way they delivered their product, you know, and that undercard too had it had. Uh, uh, Hitman and um, what's his name? Jim Nyhart. Yeah. The Hart Foundation. The Hart Foundation. Bruce, against Bruce the Barber and, um, Greg, and the Hammer Valentine. Greg, Greg the Hammer Valentine. I saw those fuckers wrestle. Big John Studd wrestled that night too. Like it was just all the, well, for me, the classics. It was so fun. But then when Hulk Hogan body slammed Bundy and gave him the leg drop, the entire place erupted, and even the Bundy guys were high fiving. Like Crazy. it was, so, it was so fun and entertaining. So I get it, I get it, I get how much of an entertaining product this is. But you know what? The guys that um that were on my team that were Bundy fans definitely weren't fucking penning a letter. Like cell phones, were, yeah. weren't, cordless phones weren't even a fucking thing at that time. No, you saw the dial. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we were dialing back then. One one eight 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 WWF. Calling nine one one. Calling nine one one took a few minutes. King Kong Buddy is not getting his due, and now all these assholes, because we have the social media, are just like now they have a voice and saying Cody is getting fucking dropped. Yeah. How is he getting dropped? Is he getting paid? Is his family doing okay? Is his kid still in diapers? He like, signed I, off on this. It's up. fine. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a contract he fucking signed, so stop and it, it. And it's to build for the next storyline. It's what it is. And wrestling's all about storylines and carrying it on. And it's right. Been, I can, and, 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 and I didn't, like you and I didn't know this back in the early 80s. We didn't know that that's what it was. But it, they, they, they need to carry on storylines or, or else it gets dull. Like, yeah, like what? You, you, carry on for, you, you have to have a new champion once in a while. You have to have a battle of good versus bad, bad versus evil, like, and, then, and then a bad guy becomes a good guy, and a good guy becomes a bad guy, and on and on it goes. People don't understand how that works, and and, it, and it's been and that's been how wrestling has been since the 1950s. So for for these people, this outrage about. He's not getting a chance. YouTube's a thing, people. YouTube's a thing. Go and check it out. Because wrestling was so it was so great. It was so great. 
Like I used to live and die from about 1982 to about 1990. I was gonna, I was going to give myself 95 because I was working up north, and then Monday Night Raw, like that DX with um, with no, uh, Shawn so, so Michaels. For, but, and, then, and but, but but when the when the 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 the, the steroid trial went on. Yeah, I kind of cut it out, and Stampy Wrestling went away. I was like, yeah, whatever. But then when when the 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 the, the uh, NWO and the, the on and on it went, the the too sweet and all all, all that stuff. I I'd watch it no to no end as, as well. Oh, was- Monday Night Raw was a thing when we were working like on the road. Like yeah. we we'd get together as a group 100%. for Monday Night Raw because it was fun. It was fun to watch. And, You'd laugh and, and joke and whatever. Exactly. And have a couple of beers, right? And then and, and, um, the thing is, like, you know, for, for you wrestling fans, like, let's put this in the cheers. Like, you're, you're a big fan of the cheers, the show cheers, right? Yeah. So if Sam and Diane, how long did it take three years for them to get together? Three seasons. Oh, they should get together. They should get together. They should get together. And they got together and it was two things. Oh, no, they should. Could you imagine social media like put Cheers and Sam and Diane in the same concept of WWE? Ross and Rachel, whatever. Yeah, Ross and yeah, Ross and Rachel, right? Like you know, the 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 conflict in like the the conflict in the show is like the the romantic moonlighting. Uh, Bruce Willis and Sybil Shepherd, right? Are they? Aren't they? Are they? Aren't they? Oh, they got to get together. Oh, that, and that's that what wrestling was. It was the dance. And that's still what it is. Yeah. And now you guys are all butthurt because Cody Rhodes doesn't have a chance at the ring now. Like, and his dad was the greatest performer of all time—not the greatest, but well, he was—he was, he was in, one he of the all-time there. greats, and a pioneer, great. a pioneer. And he and sure, he and, and and yeah. he got it. Yeah, he Dusty got it. He understood it. He understood how, how it was played. And he early. wasn't no Ric Flair, right? Like in like in him and Ric Flair were in the dirty the dirty years together, right? And stuff yeah. like that. And and I don't was, know if Cody got it. And I kind of I would imagine he was a little bit butthurt, but he just he was good behind the mic. He was flamboyant. He was good. He had the skills, but Ric Flair just brought it a little bit yeah. better than him. And that's what you gotta do. You gotta get the guy that brings it for you. And that's what uh, Hulk Hogan did for the WWF. Well, you, you think back in 83, 82, it was 83 when Hogan got the title, WrestleMania, not, not WrestleMania one, but before that at Mass Square Garden. Actually, I, I, Where he'd be the Sheik. It was January 23rd, 1983. I don't know why I know that, but I do. Hogan and Hulk, or McMahon had an idea. If we're gonna if we're gonna do this, let's do this. So they said, let's do this. And Hogan was the guy, and he beat the Sheik and Iron Sheik. And Sheiky said, "Yeah, you know, well, make more money. I don't care. I'll give him more money too, right?" So wrestling was, it's, yeah, it's help. Like I, I understand, like and you said earlier on, that you're excited when you're there. You're like, this is awesome because they're doing things that I can't do. And the things that your 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 neighbor can't do, and the, the build up and the, the the dance that it is. No wrestling. I've, I I should I should watch a little bit more. But. I'll tell you the most remarkable 
live wrestling thing I saw. It was in Lethbridge, Alberta. WWF came to Lethbridge. I don't understand why, but they had a cage match. And I don't remember exactly who was in the cage match, but um, Owen Hart and Don Morocco. Remember him? Magic yeah. Morocco, whatever. They had a cage match. Owen Magnificent Hart, Morocco. That's it. Magnificent Morocco. Owen Hart came off the top of the fucking cage and splashed him. Like, super fly. Like, from yeah. the top, like, from 10 feet, he fucking sl- splashed him. And that was when I was in university. It was like, everybody in the whole p- fucking place, you could, like, when Owen, like, yeah. you could see it setting up, and the entire fucking sports flex held their breath, and then, <gasps> whoa! It was amazing. It's amazing. It was, it was actually amazing. Like everybody in attendance held their breath and watched this happen. It was it was mind boggling, and, and and that's why wrestling always has a special place in my heart. Even though I know it's scripted, even I like I love whatever. it. Whatever these are, these are these are ridiculous athletes putting their bodies on the line. And when I saw some guy jump off a fucking 15 foot cage and, and land on his belly on another guy's belly, I don't care. I don't care how much you're getting fucking paid. That is a feat of fucking skill. Yeah. My, my favorite moment watching uh, wrestling live. I was in Saddle Dome in Calgary. This is about 1984. Five, I think it was, and uh, British Bulldogs because they're all Stampede Wrestling guys, but they were yeah, w- yeah. But there's WWF because they were there's WWF. So that's what he was. Uh, he was in him and Dynamite were in Stampede, or they were in uh, WWF. No, WWF. So so they went back to Calgary in the it was in, not in the Pavilion, it was the Saddle Dome. Okay. So it was a huge show, and I would beg mom and dad, like, beg, like, beg, like, literally begging them to go, like, like, bugging, like, uh, crying, begging, pulling on their shirt, like. So I was eleven <laughs> years old, twelve years old, whatever it was, like, crying, begging. So we went up there to Calgary, uh, whatever year it was, and uh, the British Bulldogs had a cage match with the with the uh, Heart Foundation. And Jimmy the Mouth of the South was on, on the outside. <laughs> and Captain Lou Albana was the manager for the for the Bulldogs at the point. And uh the uh the Hart Foundation was just the, the heels and the, and the stuff. And the uh Bret Hart was because he was a hometown boy. He was walking, he was crawling out of the cage, beat up and fucking blood. Like there was blood everywhere. And Bret Hart was crawling out of the cage. And Captain Lou Albano came around and slammed the slammed the door. With his kid, oh. <laughs> he slammed the door of the of the cage on Bret Hart's Bret Hart's head. And, and uh, the British Bulldogs walked out of the cage and kept the title. I'll never forget it. Like I'll I'll never forget it. It was just, it was, it was awesome. Like it was just, and I we had T-shirts and stuff. It was just it's great. live. It's theater. It's live physical, theater. Live physical theater, right? Like you I, know, and every and it's, every, it's every once in a blue moon here in Lethbridge, I, like on Shaw TV, there's a there, there's a wrestling. They have a wrestling promotion. I can't wait to call. I've been meaning to get in contact with them, 
but th- they're trying the same thing. Like it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's actually great. Wrestling is actually great. The, the- it is great. Especially like, well, for a young boy, it was, it was awesome. Right. Because uh, we had Stampede. That was the local um, mm. regional thing in, in, uh, in Lethbridge, I was scared to death of, of, of Bad News Allen. Scared to death of him. Bad News Allen. I saw that fucker in Lethbridge a couple. That you know, you know, like I say that a couple times. Like I, I've I've seen live wrestling probably like twelve times. It yeah. would come through Lethbridge Stampede Wrestling. The very first time I saw it, uh, because you saw it on TV on Saturdays all the time with the Cuban Assassin and Mister Hero and uh, Fat Maka Singh and all that shit. Yeah, I went. It, it was uh, in in the exhibition grounds, and Archie the Stomper. Oh, he was a that, mean that, old man. That storyline where he got gouged with the fork and fork. The storyline like where 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 he Ed Whalen quit. Ed Whalen quit. Where he he had a, they had a fake his fake son, mm-hmm. Jeff. Wanted to be a wrestler, and and bad news, Alan Pyle drove him on the the concrete floor. Blah blah blah. And the ambulance came in. That was actually the end of Stampede Wrestling. Like the way to all and hooks. Edwin, I'm, this is too violent. I'm not doing this. And there was people in the stand. That was a great. Oh man, I remember hey. watching that. I remember yeah. watching it. Ed Wayland, like because the way the way they, the, the way they the way they built it up week after week. It wasn't. Because it was just two and two and seven, and it's because Archie the Stomper and, and there was and, and there was there wasn't yeah. there wasn't wrestling magazine. Well, there was wrestling magazines, but there wasn't. Well, it was just local for us. It was like, just I don't us. know who knew that. So yeah. so you so you would wait. You would wait until fucking Saturday. You remember you, this and, as well. Yes. And you and you talk about it all week, and then you talk about it, and then and then it would happen, and they would build it up and build it up, and all of a sudden. The pavilion maybe sat two thousand people, but maybe. somehow, the, yeah. So, make, so, so then they would squeeze in four thousand that night. And it was mayhem, like absolute mayhem. That and was then, absolute mayhem. And then, and then they would have. Fuck! I'm glad. I'm glad you, 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 my heart's beating a little bit here right now. But then, then you would see people. They they leave the building, and then the stuff. It was it was so well done. It was so because you you believed it. You believed the first, yeah. The first time I, I, I saw wrestling live was about 14 years old, and it was in the exhibition grounds, right? You know, where yep. those the, where they have the stockyard things, right? It's kind of funny yep. because it's the same place where they do cattle shows, but they had the ring set up, and my older cousin brought me, and it was like Jesus, this is dirty. This is near as clean as on TV. And like with the wrestlers yelling and spitting and Archie the Stomper and Bad News Allen and like, holy Christ. It was so gritty. It was so gritty. And you know what? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was just like, fuck, this is way grosser than I thought it was. And I kind of fucking dig it right it was I it, it was it was cool the, it was like cool. one of the one of the greatest athletes i've ever seen in my life was dynamite kid 
Jesus Christ, the way he could fly, jumping around and flying around, and he was a big guy. And he has steroids and whatever. Well, I know, but when they were in Stampede, like that, and that's the kind of funny thing too. We 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 see the guys in Stampede Wrestling, and they make the jump to WWF, and all of a sudden they're like fucking sixty pounds. Yeah, well, no, but they're sixty pounds heavier and just buff, like the like Dynamite, Davy Boy Smith, and Dynamite were in. were in Stampede Wrestling and they were skinny boys. Yeah. In in Stampede Wrestling and they were like like Davy Boy, like holy Christ. Yeah, he he blew on his thumb and all of a sudden he was bigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He 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 sprinkled his fucking uh Wheaties no. with with I, whatever. Uh, but nonetheless those, those are some some definite, definite near and dear to my heart memories back when I was a kid. Like it loved it. I, I like and oh, I told you man. I wanted to talk about wrestling in the good old days and I didn't even realize how much I I I, I, lo- I loved about. it. It was same, same. Like the, I like was I was all in all the time. I, I, the age of 25. I would never not watch it live. And then we talked a lot last week about having a VHS. I would tape it and watch it again <laughs> because it was such a treat. Because uh, occasionally on Saturday nights, when Saturday Night Live was it, it'd be Saturday Night Fights, and that'd be Saturday big night, ones like main with, event with like Hulk Hogan and and um, 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 whatever uh, Jake the Snake or Hulk Hogan versus uh, Paul Orndorff or whatever. There would be as it'd be a yeah. pseudo. Because they'd have it on Saturday afternoons, and that that's that's where you had your jobbers, right? Like uh, the Brooklyn Brawler and and whoever the fuck. I always remember the Brooklyn Brawler as my favorite jobber. There was uh, the, the, there was one because I was I was a Hogan guy, obviously back in the, same was, same. Or, like who was it? Was and uh, there was uh, next week on Maple Leaf Wrestling, Hulk Hogan. And he fought Tiger Chung Lee. It was, it, was, it was three minutes. But I was like, oh, I was nine. Oh, it's my, fa- yeah. my favorite jobber of all time was the Cuban assassin from Stampede Wrestling. I like Hito. Hito, like it was him and yeah. Mr. Hito, right? Yeah. And he'd have the hearts and whoever the fuck ever ran through that organization. Andre the Giant had a, a fucking cup of tea at uh yeah, he'd come, stamp- he come in Stampede Week and do his thing and Yeah. Oh man, it was great. Like it was actually like you you, you wax poetic, obviously, but it it was great. It was so real. It was so real. To me, at that time, and when, it was, and, that, and and that's just the ones we're talking about. Like, there, there's people all over, uh, all over North America who listen to our show, and they'll they'll think like, like you go down north, the Carolinas, they had that wrestling in Texas, the, the Von Erichs, circuits, yeah, the the Von Erichs, and on and on it goes. And you, it was so like for people our vintage, we get it, we get it for sure. For like it's, sure. It's it's so it was so so I wonder where Archie the Stopper is these days, if he's still alive. Um because he was well. from Cochrane. I have no idea, but he was some badass. Like oh he, man, he scared yeah. me a little bit. And like you said, bad news Allen in WWF, he was bad news brown. brown. He did make the jump, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No. I remember Brett like uh 
we were in a, a, a thing at the Sportsplex, and it was in with Ben News Allen. The wrestlers walk up out, and someone was a fan was yelling at him and yelling at him, yelling. He got that fan by the fucking hair. He grabbed him by the hair and screamed at him and let go of his hair. I was like, holy, like that. Holy fuck. Like he didn't hit yeah. him. But he grabbed a fan by the top, but like he just grabbed a handful of hair and yeah. basically said, I'm here, brother. You want to do something about it? We'll get off this in half a second, but uh, they were in former cloud about like snappy wrestling, but 1987 or 88. And so the, the stars of snappy wrestling, blah, 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 blah. And they were late. Whatever. So the, the doors didn't open. The blood, whatever it was. In the arena. And uh, they just didn't. They were late. And so the door. And like. And all these massive dudes walked by. And I was like third or fourth in line to get in. And it's like. Oh yeah. These guys are vicious. I was 14. 13 years old. But I believed it. I believed it. Like I believed it because it that was before McMahon said it's not real. It's scripted. I believe and, and even if he would have said that as a 14-year-old, you believe it because you're watching, you're seeing these huge men doing these things to each other. No, I, it's uh yeah, it's crazy. It, it's, Did you ever <laughs> When you were at the pool with your hockey team or soccer team or everything, did you ever suplex a buddy into the pool? Girls, boys, kids, men, women. I did, I, I, I was suplexing by someone all the time. Oh, fuck. It hurt. I only did it once because it hurts your back so much when you hit that water. We had, we had, <laughs> in Fort McLeod, actually, this is a true story. In Fort McLeod, we had three different championships because there was the Redlinski Championship. The Norlands were right behind me, and the Davis boys were right here. There were Are there trampolines or what? There were three different title belts in trampoline wrestling. <laughs> me, the Norlands, and, 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 and the, the Davis boys. All Did the Hardys them. hold all three belts? or? No, nah, they're pussies. <laughs> No, we would do like you know the superplexes and stuff like that. Uh, Always in in the pool. It was so fun. Wrestling is so fun. I kind of wish I I knew what was going on because as a kid, as as we talk, I'm I'm even thinking uh, of more memories. But I don't want to keep keep dragging this on. But you know, as 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 a as a young man, fucking wrestling and especially on road trips. With your 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 team, yeah. you would talk about wrestling. You'd watch wrestling, and then when you're in the pool, and especially when you're in a hotel room, you can do this shit on on the mattresses, right? Oh, and okay. Fucking body slamming and and pile driving, pile driving. Fuck. No, I 100 love not it. pile Dave. driving. What's the one I'm thinking about? The spine breaker. Sorry, go ahead. No, I I I'm stuck. Yeah. I'm done. I I loved it. I loved it. Like it was so. So, so, like, I can't even, yeah. The yeah. fact that we talked about it so easily, you know, like, it, it shows you how much we enjoyed it back in our day. Like, it's 40 years ago, right? 
You're right. And, and vivid memories. It's it, it, how great it was. It was great. No, exactly. Was, I got more stories, but I'm going to, I'm going to put a trap. I'm well, we'll see. It up. Day rate for some, uh, who is better. I do want to hear some, who is better. Dave, who is better? J.R. Ewing or J.R. Jeremy Roenick? Um, they were both, at their time, really important people. Um, J.R., the, the, the Chicago Blackhawk, and then Arizona Coyote, had mad skills. I don't know really how dedicated he was to to being a good person. J.R. Ewing was a cultural phenomenon. Like, no one had T-shirts saying who shot J.R. Was it for Jeremy Roney. two-ish? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember that because that my, mom and my mom and dad um, – where they watch Dallas, I can I can hear the theme music in my head right now. Um, Jock was his dad. Bobby was his brother. Sue um, Sue Ellen. Yeah, Sue Ellen was his Miss wife. Miss Ellie was his mom. Miss Ellie, yeah. Miss Ellie, yeah. And uh, Bobby's and brother. Bobby was his brother, and I had a huge crush on Victoria Principal. I don't remember her name or her character name. Uh, Priscilla Barnes. Priscilla Barnes. Chrissy, well, well none, nonetheless, um, and Jr. was fucking so hard nosed, and he got shot, and it, it was it was a cultural phenomena. So, uh, this one goes to Jr. Ewing, uh, without a doubt for me. Do you remember who shot Jr.? Um, Kristen. Yeah, Sue, Sue Ellen's sister. Yes, who he was having an affair, an affair with. Jr. was a dick i i'm I'm actually gonna go the other way because jr was such a fucking dick you're such a fucking dick like so we were was just sh- talking about it like yeah like he, he that was the character that was written for him and he played it so like perfectly. he was such a no but like who was better jr was such a dick he fucking cheated on his wife with his fucking sister's sister or his girl his, his wife's sister and the, the way he did all of it, he was such a dickhead. Jeremy Roenick's pretty sol- solid guy. Entertaining. I'm going to go with Jeremy Roenick's better than J.R. Ewing. Uh, I don't know how so- – I honestly don't know how solid Roenick is. Mm. He likes – I think Roenick likes Roenick more than anybody else. Uh, Roenick likes his hair, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was but, on an airplane with him. And understand, we both make valid points about this, but like JR like was he was a phenomenon. Like the fact that you're on a on a on a Friday night soap opera and the entire nation was talking about you is, is pretty cool too. Yeah. Dave, who is better? St. Louis Cardinals draft pick, Tony Maselli from Who's the Boss, or Tony Romo. Tony Maselli by a long shot. Tony Romo, the best thing that ever happened to him was he got drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. And and then so he turned that Dallas Cowboys modicum of fame, no playoff success, into 
becoming the most overrated podcaster. I don't understand how that motherfucker is making $8 million a year to irritate me every time he's on the mic. And you know, that's a thing I'm not, uh, what's that? It's more than eight. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to have to listen to that motherfucker on Sunday. And, and it is what it is and whatever and whatever. He's going to fucking splurt his jizz all over the fucking microphone. This is the play of the game. This is the play of the game. And then Jim Nance is going to have to say, uh, uh, Tony, it's it's the first quarter. Don't worry about it. Like save that for the save that for the fourth. Yeah. Tony Maselli was as a ball player, someone I never even knew about. But he was in taxi and he was hilarious. And then he was in uh fucking who's the boss and who didn't have a crush on Samantha. Samantha. She got drafted. She was she's, by the Cardinals. She's, Tony, Tony, Tony was drafted by, by, by the Cardinals. I know, but I'm talking about his fucking acting career, right? Yeah. He was in Taxi and he was funny there. And then he, he him and, and, and Angela was his boss, right? In uh, Who's the Boss? And his daughter, uh, we all know his daughter. Um, oh, yeah. They could, she was she's our age and you you were so you were allowed to crush on her so What's this is name? not a what is her fucking name why are we blanking on that Samantha Alyssa Milano Alyssa Milano she was cute as shit oh, and, can, and, and I, she was and I, she was and she was I, our age I I don't mind me some Alyssa Milano like I I I yeah just I she crushed, might, she I, might be like you know what you have that uh the who like what, what's the uh, the thing is if uh, the Saved by the Bell girl, what's her name? Uh, Kelly Kapowski, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. right? But uh, you know Give how you have, so. yeah. Sorry, like if you have if like when you have your your uh, with 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 your spouse, you have your um what's it called the uh, the cheat list the five the cheat list yep. the, the cheat list. Yep. I think that Alyssa Milano might be. She might be top of the charts for me. Still to this day? Yeah. Because I don't want some fucking 10 year old or, or hanging out with her. Uh, no, I understand. Not, not you're, you're like, she's just a 10. No, but like Alyssa Milano, she's, she's, she's still a handsome woman. She's our and, age. Yeah. Right? You know, and that's the thing. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. She like, might like, she would, she, she might have a nice cup of coffee with Brent. And why can't you have a cup of coffee? <laughs> there, ain't, there ain't no law saying you can't have a cup of coffee with Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Uh, Dave, who is better? Uh, what do we got here? Bobby Brown or Bobby Bonilla? <laughs> Bobby Bonilla was such a great baseball player. I wish that Pittsburgh Pirate team that was managed by uh, uh, Leland with Bobby Bonilla, uh, Barry Bonds, and Andy Van Slyke in the outfield. It's probably the best baseball team to actually never make a World to Series. Not, to it, not do anything, yeah. The yeah, they, they were so fucking great. Um, and the fact that uh, they didn't do anything there 
And then Bobby Bonilla went on to have a decent career. He's not a Hall of Famer. I don't believe. Million bucks a year every every July 1st. You know, and and people used to, uh, people, I don't think they mocked the Mets anymore for this because the Mets were actually ahead of the the thing of just say, get the fuck out of here. We'll just give you a million dollars because a million dollars to the Mets this uh, in this day and age doesn't mean nothing. It's couch change, like you know, and then, then that's what they're doing, like with uh, O'Shea, uh, with Otani right now. Um, and then Bobby Brown, I fucking dig the shit out of that guy with New Edition and with oh, yeah. oh fuck, I love that stuff. I love those tunes. Yeah. Oh, Bobby Brown and like uh, my prerogative was so fucking good too. Uh, and that's when I kind of like, I don't know if this is, is that he had a, hip hop uh, or was that just pop? Like, he yeah, had a he collaboration was with, with who the fuck was it? Uh, she ain't worth it. The girl. I, oh, I, I love the shit. About oh, it. and it was like a man can't have a suitcase and that kind of shit. And the, the, my prerogative was a fucking killer tune. And, and I like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was uh, the new edition song. I really liked a lot. Mr. Um, Telephone Man was one of the. Yeah, yeah I'm giving yeah. this one to Bobby Brown by a bit, by 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 a significant margin. Really? Yeah, and then yeah. you know I don't understand why he married Whitney, but Whitney obviously had her own problems, and so I'm not gonna lay blame either yes or no, but uh, Bobby Brown fucking kicks some tremendous ass when he it was time to kick some ass. Uh, I got two more, I think. Uh, who, Dave, who is better? The assistant to the traveling secretary for the New York Yankees, Jason Alexander, a.k.a. George Costanza, or Alex Ovechkin? Ah, uh, you got to give this to Ovi. It, it's... It's unfortunate. I don't like Ovi. I don't like him. I don't like him as a person. I don't like what he represents. But I have to acknowledge his goal scoring prowess. He he's probably the best goal scorer in in the history of the game. I he sure is. hope. I, I I I definitely hope he does not break Gretzky's record. Well, he's sixty some away, and and uh, the the Capitals are going to. Excuse me, be paying him ten and a half million dollars a year to see if he can do it over the next three years. So, uh, so it's Ovi or who? George Costanza. I just can't give it to. I just can't give it to Jason Alexander. I just can't. It's. Begrudgingly, begrudgingly enough, I'm gonna have to give this on on resume alone. Because you don't you don't like uh, you don't like Ovi at all. I hate Ovi. I can't fucking stand him. I fucking hate him. I can't. Uh, I can't can't fucking stand him. We'll wrap her up tonight with uh, lots of who is better than 1420 Sports for our podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Uh, Lots who is better for the night. Who is better, Dave, Duran Duran, or Hands of Stone, Roberto Duran? Duran's Duran. 
Because you know why Duran Duran never said no mas. So uh, I remember this time. Oh, oh, you, you're, I like that, Dave. I like that. <laughs> Duran Duran was my favorite. I, I'm, a, I'm a boxing guy. Like, I, lo- I love the old boxing stuff. Like the, all oh, those, same. Yeah. Like with, with, with uh, Duran and all of it. Like, all of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Anyways. back the, the 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 old boxing shit. I wish Sugar Ray guys. Leonard and fucking Holmes and yeah. Fucking oh. right, Hagler Hearns. Oh God, like that, that. That was the, the the best. Like that was actually must see TV. Hagler Hearns was probably the best ten minutes of sport in the history of sport. They beat the fucking shit out of each other. That first round was amazing, oh. absolutely amazing. I miss boxing so much. I, Dave, I, I box, agree. Boxing I, I, is I, I so superior. It. So superior to MMA. You know, even like you know, I was I watched. Uh, I would I would watch um, fucking Manny Pacquiao and that kind of shit. Like those, like uh, the uh, one sixty to to one eighty five. Is I the love best, it. Is the best sport you're ever going to watch. It was such and an event. Was, oh, fuck. And, and, and I don't know, like, boxing just fucking, like, why is boxing gone? Boxing is so much more entertaining than MMA. As Steve so Redlinsky would, used to say, it, it was, it's more better. It it's is more better. Way, it's so much more better. Yeah. It's so much more better. But, like, um, so like uh, I remember watching like it was uh, it was in uh, Montreal where I believe uh, is that where so so if I'm trying I'm trying to remember now um, Duran beat Sugar Ray and then Sugar Ray came back and they fought in Montreal or something like that is that is that how it was Duran beat Sugar Ray the first time yes. And then, and that was in Montreal. Oh, that was in Montreal. And then yes. they had the rematch. And then, and then Sugar Ray beat Duran. And he just beat him up, just like beat him up. And then that was the Namas. I, I don't want anymore. Yeah. And it was like in the fifth yeah. or sixth round. I, I I miss boxing so much. And then, um, but the point of the question, Duran Duran, I fucking dog Duran Duran. The reflex. Rio, it's a lonely time. Hung, hungry like the wolf. Holy fuck! I have I have Duran Duran on my thing. Like I don't play it. Very I like often. I like Duran Duran. I fucking love Duran Duran. That was my favorite band in Green. In fact, I like my favorite Duran Duran song isn't is isn't a Duran Duran song. It's Andy Taylor from Duran Duran. Take it easy from the American Anthem soundtrack. <laughs> I. I rock that song, man. I rock that song. When there's that no is one, a hell of a fucking tune. When there's no one around and I, I dance like no one's watching and fucking sing that thing out loud. Like, I then, love that song. And then Andy Taylor went to, I think it was with Robert Palmer that had the power station. Yeah. And Andy Taylor, like, fucking, Andy Taylor left Duran Duran. Like, I, like there's some documentaries I've watched about Duran Duran. Oh really? And it was oh yeah. Andy Taylor said like it was just Andy Taylor's a bit fucking touched in the head. Like 
like some artists are, right? Like it's not. Well, like you and I. Yeah. Or a Content little bit touch of it. It's just like, ah, fuck. No, I don't. <laughs> I I don't feel like touring and making millions of dollars. Like it's like that kind of touch in the head. I don't want to just hang out. I'm yeah. I'm I'm busy. I don't want to. Well, you know, I got shit to do, right? No, that uh Duran, Oh, oh Duran Duran by a by a fucking margin. A huge margin. I saw Duran Duran live too. Hands of stone. Roberto Duran isn't better than fucking Duran Duran. Duran Duran's better. Made more money over their their, their thing. No um, way. More money. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah yeah right. more, yeah yeah. You're right. Yeah more money. Yeah, yeah, and more people know Duran Duran. You play a Duran Duran song, and you say who like like people are gonna know it. Like who doesn't know "Hungry Like the Wolf"? I like that song a lot. Oh, the reflex. That's my favorite one. I that love video, flex, flex, that, flex, that flex, video, that with video the with coming the, oh, over the thing. Oh yeah, love that. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh yeah. Oh, oh no, I can sing a Duran Duran song, and I, and I, I knew like yeah, you, you former Cludians, I was always afraid to bring Duran Duran out because you guys thought I would be gay or something like that. No, it doesn't matter. No, that uh, that Andy Taylor "Take It Easy" song, fuck man. Take it easy. I fuck on it. yourself. I, I, I tell you I what, love, yeah, fuck. I I love it. I have beat the shit out of a lot of dashboards in in my life. Listen to that one. Da, 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 da. Oh, I love that tune. I that love thing, that tune. And you remember that video? It's just it's just uh, it's Janet like Jones that. and Janet Jones and Mitch Gaylord dancing around. Yeah. And then it's just like a black oh, backdrop oh, of Andy playing guitar. Yeah, da, for sure. Da, 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 na, 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 na. Oh, yeah. That's a hit. That's a hell of a tune. You know what? I don't even know if I have that on, but you know what? I promise you this. By tomorrow morning, that will be on my uh, that will be on my phone. It tried to end yeah, nuts. I play it. When I get a little tipsy, I put that one on. It's kind of funny how you have your go-tos, and, and um, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Just I love that song. It's a hell of a song, and that was that's that song's 40 years old. Like that's that song came out after the 1984 Olympics because Mitch Gaylord was part of the 84 84 men's uh, gymnastics team. You bet. Yeah, the fact yeah. that I know Mitch Gaylord's thing, right? Like, uh, Nate, what are you like, doing now? You I should give him a call. Annoyed. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll DM him today. This is Yes, you should reach out and see. Do you know what? Let's let, let. Do you know what we should do? Is make a list. I'm gonna do it from here on in. Of all Every things we talk about, and don't. Re- well, no, no, just do. just names, and then I'm just gonna start adding people on uh, on on Twitter. Mitch Gaylord. We talked about you on for- Mitch Gaylor. I'm going to write that down right now. Mitch Gaylor, we talked about you on our podcast. Would you like to I don't on? even know if he's alive anymore. Well, he he's, alive? Well, he's only eight years older than us. You know, as a gymnast in like, the Olympics. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. People die. So Mitch Gaylord. Mitch Gaylord. Tonight's, tonight's episode is brought to you by Mitch Gaylord. No, it's brought to you by uh, uh, Righteous Felon Jerky. But if 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 Mitch Gaylord can come on and t- talk to us about it, you should reach out to Mitch Gaylord. Mitch Gaylord, 
I'm going to at Mitch Geeler. We're going to see so if he's from on here Twitter. on in, we're going to for one at, person. We're going to at one person tonight. And Mitch Geeler's one. Tonight it's Mitch Geeler. That song is so good. Yeah. I love that song. I love Annie, this song so much. I do. Any Taylor ain't gonna. Re- I know you're gonna rate that down. Any Taylor is gonna. I'm gonna find that think, documentary and I'll, think, and I'll and I'll show you. I think Andy Taylor's dying from cancer. He passed away. Like or he's close. Yeah, and they had that other brother, like Andy Taylor, and it was Mitch Taylor was the bassist. Nick. So, Nick Taylor and Simon LeBon was the yeah was the singer. singer. Pyramid on a motherfucker. Sing so, voice like an angel. I like Duran Duran too. <laughs> I do, I do, I, I do. I love, I love Duran Duran, and I got, I got picked on because I had buddies that were uh, Kiss fans. And uh, did you have a shirt? Uh, did I have a Duran Duran shirt? Yeah, I bought one at the concert. I saw them at. Like I saw, I but saw them kid, live. Like in age, did you have a shirt? No, 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 no. I did not. But I did have like you know one of those V things, those V shirts. I had a I had a dress up V shirt. Like I was like when I was like a girl getting shirt. That was my girl getting shirt. Girl getting shirt. My girl getting getting shirt was my uh, personality and smile. Yeah. And your wife beater. I never wore wipe. I have arms like you. Yeah. Skinny arm, wavy guy. I'm not a skinny arm. You always compare your arms to. I'm not skinny armed. I'm skinny arm and wavy guy. Yeah, you're you, you're skinny armed, and I'm I'm not big arm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not buff. Yeah, I don't not, have I don't have big yeah. arms. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not uh, toothpicks on a on a potato. Dave, fun show tonight once again. Jeez, I I you know what Thursdays I think they're, they're our best shows. It, it seemed to flow. We didn't know what we were going to talk about. We managed to drag it on for Two hours a little almost. bit longer. And and I had fun doing it. I hope I hope people enjoy listening to what we're doing here. Yeah, it's fun. And then uh, and then hopefully we're going to talk tomorrow at bond spilling this weekend. Yeah. So I, I I hope to give you a live update from the Tabor Curting Rink in Tabor, Alberta. For those yeah. of you looking up on the, the Google Maps, T A B E R, Alberta. The uh, oh. the fourteen twenty podcast guys were joining up with, uh, yeah, with the guys over there at Cigar and, and Sports that uh, talk about God knows what, who knows what's going on, and then on Saturday morning, uh, belly up guys are talking uh, Super Bowl, so it's going to go on. Dave, who wins on Sunday? San Fran by. 10 points. My heart says San Fran by 10. My head says Kansas by 7. San Fran 28, Kansas City 14. That's not 10 points, but I'm the Chiefs not are going to win. The Chiefs are going to win. Now, fuck the cheese. Fuck the cheese. Fuck the cheese. <laughs> who, 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 who owned who owned the chief? Who owned the chiefs? Who owned the chiefs? <laughs> who hang owned up. the chiefs? Give <laughs> me right fucking now and hang Give up. Give me right fucking now. The hang up. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Who owned the chief? The 49ers. The there 49ers you go. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Bears Sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More, more importantly, take care of yourself because you need your round. Keep your stick in the ice. Someone else, Dave? Don't swing at high pitches, Jim. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday night. Nothing, Dave? On tomorrow. Good night, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I'm going to talk to you on Saturday. I don't know. Fuck, when else am I going to talk to everybody? We're always talking. Fuck, Brent has me like a goddamn circus monkey. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Fucking it's fun, isn't it? It is fun. I can't. I honestly. You know what? I balk when I say I can't wait. But you know what? I can't wait because if I couldn't wait, I wouldn't do it. Listen to Take It Easy and Kill Take it tune. easy. Oh. Jim, put that on. Bed that. I, I love your shit, Jimmy, but... Run it out with the take it easy. And Please do it. It's a fucking hell of a riff. Like, it's a Brother bang. knows how to play guitar. It's a banger. In the video. On yourself. Yeah, she's yeah. doing... Oh, it's, 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 it's quite sexy. It, I, I, I got memories. <laughs>